Welcome back to the Dewhawk Dozen podcast, where each month the Young Alumni Advisory Board nominates one stellar graduate of the last decade to interview and to share their story. Regardless of where they're from or where they are now, their time at Loras connects them all. Let's, Let's do, do this. the Dewhawk Dozen podcast. My name is Riley Wojciechowski and I'm a 2019 graduate and a member of the Young Alumni Advisory Board. Today we welcome 2016 graduate Dr. Bailey O'Brien. Thank you so much for joining us Bailey. You were selected as the March Dewhawk Dozen for all you have achieved since graduating. Not only do you have your own dental practice but you give them back to Loris in so many ways. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So the first question I'll ask um, is just what made you interested in Loris? You know, from a, from a child to, to now, is there any family members that went to Loris or what drew you to Loris from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to be kind of indecisive. So when I was deciding what, where I wanted to go for college, um, I knew that I thought that I wanted to do either um, something in medicine or dental or something healthcare related. So I kind of looked into who had good programs for that. Um, And then my dad actually went to Loris. So he um, went here and my mom went to Clark. And so when I was deciding after that, it was, do I want to go to a big school or a small school? And so the smaller schools, we kind of decided on Loris just because my dad had gone here. I knew that they had good pre-health programs. And so then it was deciding between, do I want to go to a large school or a small school? And ultimately, I decided on Loris. I um, went to a small high school as well. But there was nobody in my class going to Loris, so I was coming here. Even though it was close to home, I live in Cascade, so it's only a half hour away. I was kind of a little bit going out on my own because none of my friends were going to Loris or anything like that. So that was kind of nerve-wracking, but um, I got a random roommate who became one of my best friends at Loris, and it worked out in the end. Yeah, isn't that funny how that works? Like it is. The random roommates, it's like uh-huh. best friends um, for a lifetime. So um, as far as wanting to be a dentist, was there like an aha moment where you were like, this is the path for me? Yeah, um, kind of continuing on the trend of just being indecisive. I um, knew that I wanted to do healthcare, but I didn't know which way to go. So I got some experience. Um, I worked as a CNA in uh, the hospital at Mercy, and I was in the ER there, so I got experience that way. And then I also worked as a dental assistant with my hometown dentist, and then also with a a dentist in Dubuque as well, so that I could get some hands-on experience and really see what I liked. Um, And I loved both jobs, actually. I really enjoyed working in the ER, too. Um, But the thing that I kind of decided on was, one, Um, I really liked working with my hands, like being hands-on, and with dentistry, you can really do that. Another thing was that I could go to dental school in four years, and then I would be done. 
Um, and then obviously, you know, there are some perks with the hours of dentistry and all that kind of stuff, which being a business owner, you don't get as much because it is kind of a 24-7 job, but um, kind of all those things played into it. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how I decided doing a little bit of, um, you know, hands-on and then also deciding what kind of career and how I kind of wanted my work-life balance to be. So Yeah. yeah, that's great. Do you have any faculty or like staff at Loris that were pretty influential and, and helpful in kind of deciding that process of going into dentistry? Um, I don't know if they were influential in my decision as much, but I obviously had faculty and staff that were huge just like in shaping me as a person and just helping me get to dental school and and apply and get in and everything like that and have a successful experience at Loris. So definitely all the science professors that I had. Um, Dr. Cooper I worked with for my research so I worked very closely with her. Um, I also was a supplemental instructor so I did SI for Gen Chem um, my sophomore year and then I did SI for uh, general bio too so um, doing that so I tend to be a yes person so I (laughs) had two different jobs um, you know working the ER working as a dental assistant I did SI I was very involved so um, kept myself very busy but um, yeah all the science professors Dr. Um, Benz I did SI for for chemistry who he's retired now um, Dr. Schnee was also, I did SI for Dr. Sheeler, Dr. Davis, you know, all Dr. Osendorp, all the science professors. But then there was a lot of staff, too, because I was in a lot of extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a lot of, you know, good experiences with them as well. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm sure they'll like the shout out because a lot <laughs> of them are still here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, and you probably have still a strong connection to a lot of your roommates, a lot of the people you did like dance marathon with. Um, can you kind of describe the relationship you have with them and being so close in Cascade, you probably come to a lot of like the Dubuque events and Duhawk day and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so we had, a, yeah, I had a really good group of friends that, um, I still am very close with. We actually just had our Christmas party last weekend, even though it was February, but we just (laughs) couldn't get a date together before then. But um, yeah, so we stay in touch, you know, and that's something that people, other people that I'm friends with from home and stuff always say that to me, like, you are just really good about getting together with the Loris people and you guys have stayed really close. And I just think I don't know if we just make it a priority every, even every couple months or so, we do something together. And there's enough of us that if somebody can't come, you know, there's still a few of us that like to get together. And, you know, them going through milestones, you know, weddings and having babies and that kind of stuff gives us an excuse to see each other. But also, like, we get to see people going through those mm-hmm. things. So going from, being Laura's students to now being adults and kind of reaching those life's milestones is fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your experience with like the service trips and studying abroad? And yeah. Maybe like for those listening that are current students or prospective students, like what that experience was like for you? Yeah. I think that was kind of a unique thing about Loris and being at a small school was like that I got to do all those things. I'm definitely 
a yes person where I knew that I needed to be involved in addition to like having good grades and all that kind of stuff to get into dental school. Um, So that kind of motivated me to do those things. But then I got so much more out of them, like actually after I did them. Um, So I did dance marathon all four years and then I was on the executive board my junior and senior year. Um, And that was just a great experience. I personally have been affected by childhood illness in my family. So now it even means more. Um, But that was just like something that we dedicated so much time to that like was making a difference that was really cool. And I met so many cool people through that experience. Um, And then I also got to do a service trip to Honduras. So I went my junior year as a participant, and then I led the trip my senior year to Honduras. And that was just an amazing experience, too. Not only, you know, going there and helping people, but I feel like almost guilty because you feel like you get so much out of it as well. You know, you go down there and you try to help as much as you can, but you don't realize how much they are affecting you and helping you in that way. Um, And then I also got to do a J-term, a traveling J-term to China. And so went with a group for that too. And that was, you know, just a experience that I don't know if I ever would have gotten, you know, going to China is very far away and it's just like a different place. It's not your typical vacation destination, that kind of thing. So we got to see like a lot of the history, you know, the U.S. goes back a few hundred years. They go back thousands of years. So we got to kind of see all of that stuff. So those experiences, while they helped me, you know, in building my resume and all that kind of stuff, I feel like the people that I got to go with and those experience that experiences that I had, like, it shapes you into just, like, a better person, you know? So it's not just about getting the good grades and doing well in science and all that kind of stuff, but actually just, like, growing as a person. So I think, you know, lower students that want to, you know, think about doing any of those things, it's, I would say, yes, go for it. Say yes to everything, Yes, right. right. (laughs) Yeah, that's wonderful. And I'm sure that there are people in your community and even lower students now that are maybe interested in going into some healthcare field that are seeing you as a role model about, you know, getting to do all these experiences that they know that they probably wouldn't be able to do any other college. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's even like current lore students, but prospective lore students, it's like these things set you apart from, you know, other applicants when you're thinking about going into grad school and all that kind of stuff. And just your access to faculty Mm -hmm. is huge. I mean, I was in different professors office hours all the time you know just because they were available and they were comfortable you know you just felt like you knew them and they knew you so that was huge mm-hmm. yeah there's so many unique experiences just with the J term that other schools don't have and yeah I did a service trip as well and it's like you know what a better way to spend your spring break than with other Laura students like getting to do those experiences right so. yeah and I'm from a small town and I love all the people in my town and I have really good friends there um but going to Loris and doing those kind of things like the service trip and all that stuff you aren't just with your friends and you get to know all these really cool and good people and Mm -hmm. it just kind of opens your eyes to that which is cool yeah sure that's wonderful 
So I'm going to go back to the dentistry. Mm -hmm. Um, Just being just a young professional in this field of medicine, like how did you do it before age, you know, before age 30, you have your own practice, you're, you know, just living your dream, it sounds like. So do you want to maybe describe that experience, like the transition from Loris to University of Iowa and now back in your hometown practicing dentistry? Yeah. Um, So, yep, I graduated Loris in 2016, and then I started at the University of Iowa. I went to the College of Dentistry, and um, I was always open to going somewhere else, you know, moving somewhere instead of going back to my hometown, Um, but... The opportunity just was there when I finished school. So my I graduated in 2020, so it was the middle of COVID. And so we our last like three months of dental school, we finished virtually basically, which was tough because you know you don't get to graduate with your friends and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But um, so it was a crazy time to start my career in dentistry because just like all the unknowns and you know, dental offices were shut down for weeks and weeks. And so it was just kind of a scary time. But um, I decided to join my dentist, my hometown dentist. He was my dentist all growing up. And then he um, asked me if I wanted to join him. Um, So I worked for him for a year. And then I bought the practice from him after a year. Um, And so it was like I said, it was just kind of an opportunity that presented itself. Do I think that I was ready at the time? Maybe not, but <laughs> it was there. And um, I have so much support from my family. My parents, without them, I couldn't you know, do it because they helped me a lot with meetings and all the business stuff that you go through because they teach you how to be a dentist in dental school but they (laughs) don't teach you how to own a business right so um yeah so it's kind of been just a whirlwind of my first year learning you know how to be a dentist in practice and all that goes with it you know clinical stuff and patients and all that kind of thing and then my second year learning how to own a business and employees and all that kind of stuff um so yeah it's been really crazy but I finally feel like now it's kind of starting to settle into a routine and I'm more comfortable you know and looking back I'm so glad that I did it and it's gonna be worth it all in the end so yeah Mm -hmm. that's such a cool journey just taking over and being in your hometown and continuing to have the support that you have in, in Cascade yeah and it's um I love Cascade. I moved back for a reason. All my family's there, but it's just a really supportive community too. So they, a lot of my patients have known me since I was five, you know, so they've seen me grow up. And so now it's kind of, it's funny me being their dentist now, but they want me to succeed as well, Mm -hmm. which, you know, helps when you have that support system. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Do you feel as though when you started at University of Iowa that you were prepared, like Loris prepared you pretty well for the prereqs and all of the other clinical experiences? Definitely, yeah. Loris, I was totally prepared. And I think that um, all my classes were, you know, prepared me well for the classes that I had in dental school. And time management, being involved with, you know, all those extracurriculars and having working three jobs and you know still doing well on classwork and stuff like like that helped a lot because dental school is like 24 7 you know commitment um so yeah Loris definitely prepared me to 
succeed in dental school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they send any dental uh, students to Cascade to do any shadowing or anything like that? Or have you maybe not taken that on yet? Um, I have had one lore student um, shadow me. Yeah. And I'm open to that too. Anytime if anybody wants to get experience or, you know, just kind of chat, I'm, I'm available anytime. Mm -hmm. You're a good mentor. Perfect. Um, So you mentioned that you're still friends with a lot of your roommates. You've gone through all those milestones of weddings and, and everything like that. Um, do you have any specific tips for maybe students that are, um, you know, nearing graduation and how to stay connected with some other Loris classmates mm-hmm. after maybe they graduate, move away, start new jobs? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard because when you leave, you know, you, you get caught up with life and getting new jobs and all that kind of stuff. But I think um, what we do is, well, one, it's easy in this day and age with texting and Snapchat and all that kind of stuff to kind of stay um, connected that way. But it's also easy to get carried away with life and all that kind of stuff. So just kind of having, just planning stuff. It doesn't have to be anything big, but like, oh, who's going to homecoming or, you know, that kind of stuff Um, just to, you know, make plans instead of just saying, oh, yeah, we'll see each other or whatever. But actually making those plans and physically seeing each other makes a difference because um, even if you can't make this one, the next time you'll see each other. And then it's just that way. It's a good way to stay connected. And we've done well so far. Granted, most of our friends are in, you know, the surrounding Dubuque area or um, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, One just moved back to Chicago. So we're at least drivable distance, sure. which makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think trying to make it a priority to mm-hmm. see each other or to just stay connected, send a text here and there, that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's that's, tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Laura's students are good at. It's yeah. like staying connected and just living and, and breathing Loris and all right. those Duhawks. And we're so. all proud of being Duhawks too. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, we're good at like prioritizing going back for homecoming or stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. did you have one moment on campus that is like your favorite moment uh, when you were a student? Oh my gosh. No, there are so <laughs> many. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, there were, I would say like my last semester was just I loved every minute of that just because I knew it was the end. And so just making every, making the most of like every moment and every weekend, you know, I was like, even if I was tired, I was like, okay, let's still go (laughs) and, you know, have fun and see friends and stuff like that. So, but everything that I've talked about, you know, with the service trips, dance marathon, doing the J term, you know, Mm -hmm. and even just like weekends, just hanging out too, was just like all good experiences. There's no way I could pick just one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Perfect. Do you have any other like parting thoughts for any of the listeners out there regarding Um, just your experience at Loris or any, um, just any tips for prospective students? I would just say, like, I just really loved my experience at Loris. I feel like I really um, grew not only as a student, but as a person. And it was because of the people, the faculty, staff, everybody, and like the Loris culture that that made it that way. And I'm really grateful for my time here. 
perfect. Yeah. Well, good luck with all of your future endeavors, and we're really proud of you. I'm sure all of these Loris people listening, are, they, they know you, they know your experience, and they're excited for, for what, what's to come. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, Bailey, for being on the show with us today. And our listeners, don't forget to mark your calendars for the 12th of every month where we'll be introducing the newest member of our Duhawk Dozen. You can visit alumni.loris.edu slash Dozen to learn more or nominate the next Duhawk.